Let's hit record. We okay. are recording. Cool. <laughs> what? I just like, damn. Hey, this is Bob. Welcome to Sketch Magazine. I'm here with Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Bob. How's it going? Doing all right. Um, all right, we got to start over. I'm not Bob on these. I'm Robert. Oh, yeah, but I call you Bob even when we talk. That's fine. Everybody okay. does, but right there underneath it says Robert. Okay. Which I noticed I turned those off last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were. I, I noticed that too. But yeah, so it's fine. Them. There we go. I'm going to put that strip down here that said the – oh, yeah, we're still recording. I can cut this out. That strip that said Sketch Magazine, I forgot. I actually made a graphics, and I dropped that in in the editing process. Right. So – I was sort of off of it last week. All right. Ready? Yep. We'll hiring an artist. Oh, this should be short. I hope so. I have nothing to say but mean stuff. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, this is Robert. We're, welcome to another episode of the Sketch Magazine podcast. Hey, Chris. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fine. How about you, Bob? Doing good. Doing good. Awesome. You ready for this one? <sighs> yes. All right. Yes, so today we're going to talk and discuss, and maybe cuss a little, the pros and cons of hiring an artist. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. We both have done that several times. Yes. And yes. I have been hired. I've also worked for other publishers. Yes, you have. So I have That's been from true. that side. I, ju I just thought yeah. of that. Yeah. Um. So I to start with... Um, we're going to start with you because you have oh rather positive feedback uh, yeah, for this. I do. I, yes. I've been, I'm going to knock on wood because I've had some really <laughs> good luck. Um, I have hired a total of four artists. I think we talked about, yeah, four artists, yeah. uh, in the past. Um, I'm primarily an anchor. Um, when I pencil, it's all cartoony and I draw really slow. Right. And I and I second guess myself, so I'm always hiring pencilers. Right, really, right, right. right. Um, so the first guy I hired uh, um, turned out fine. Well, actually, better than fine. He was great. Um, his pencils were kind of weird, though. They were like really open, and sometimes I didn't know what I was inking until I was halfway through it. Oh, right. that's a hand. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, I hired I, that guy for this issue too. You yes. did, you did. And then yes. the second guy I hired for us another a second volume of Unit of Primes was Giuseppe D'Elia, and I still work with him. Yes, He's my he currently pencils Freaks and Gods, and pretty much um, he's really pushing for another Tales of the Dark Tunnel because he wants a like a large Golden Age hero event, and I'm like, well, we'll Ooh. see. Yeah, I know it sounds it sounds cool. Yeah, you know, I just don't want to be like, oh, you're copying, you're copying other, you know, major events. But yeah, he's still with me. Um, and uh, then a third guy I hired did one issue, and uh, I just I didn't like what was going on towards the end of it, so I didn't I didn't I didn't bring him back. And then right. the fourth guy I hired, um, Sean Van. Reason, I think I don't have it name in front of me. And if you see this, Sean, I'm sorry. Oh, no. But uh, he penciled the 10 page story that was in the back of Tales of the Dark Tunnel, um, Scarlet Unknown. Mm -hmm. That was fantastic because he really oh, got yeah. that, that 70s kind of feel to it. So, right, right. So, 
basically the reason why you started with me, Bob, was because I got no complaints. <laughs> uh, well, I, you're gonna you're gonna also notice that we only mentioned names of the positive <laughs> creators that we worked with. Well, the yes. first guy and I, I will, hired, he was good. I can going. mention he his was name. Good. He was good. Yeah. He was very good. Yeah. This um, is you be, just be, yeah. You just never exactly knew what you're ranking until you're halfway through it. Yeah, um, well, he, you know yeah, what, he didn't use a mystery. <coughs> he didn't use X's to denote like black areas. Yeah. He'd use a tick. Yeah. Like a, t but then sometimes right. he would do a little bit of that to denote like texture. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I didn't know what's going on half the time. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah. once I figured it all out, the book looked great. Oh, no doubt. Know? Yeah. My uh, and he turned, he too. turned everything, he turned everything in on time. I mean, it was. Right. This is before, you know, um, you were sending pages through the, you know, the, the, the interwebs. I mean, he, the interwebs. Oh, yeah. Gosh. He had to show my age. He, he, you know, he had <laughs> to mail these things to me, you know? Right. Right. Um, I remember. But yeah. Um, so even though the one, it didn't quite work out for another issue, still turned every, I still got everything turned in a little late, but I still got it. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, so no, that's good. Um, my recent experience has been, okay, let's just put it this way. I'm designing video games now, not comic books. <laughs> Cause it, um, it, it was that, that good of an experience. No, no. <laughs> um, it's sort of not, it hasn't been. So let's just sort of say we're saying pros and cons of hiring an artist. There can be multiple artists that you can hire. You can hire a penciler, which I'm glad you brought up. Right. Yes. You can hire an anchor, which yep. you've been hired as, yep. as an anchor. Um, so, the, the, and then the colors, but that's a whole different, I, I consider that a different part of the book. Right. It's a different function. So really a penciler or anchor. Um, one artist can do both. One artist mm -hmm. can do either or. Um, and it really comes down to, what are you going to contribute to this project? Are you going to be the artist or do you need an anchor? Do you need to hire an anchor or are you an anchor? That would have been me. And I went and hired artists. I did. So, uh, yes. And I've hired artists for oh, 30 plus years. It mm -hmm. sort of started off as the guys worked in the studio, did the pencils and, and then I would ink or another anchor was there and we would ink. And then as things developed, we're hiring outside more. Um, and, and I've had some wonderful deals. Um, Greg Land was one of our earlier artists that worked for us in StormQuest. And that was his very earliest work. Mm -hmm. And he got to go on to DC and Marvel and create a great career, you know. Um, another artist I've worked with is Willie Peppers. Wonderful artist. He's done a lot of our look and fills. And uh, he maybe doing a project for the video game for us. So we're talking mm -hmm. to him about doing a poster. Um, Brad Gorby, mm, he's a friend. He, he was a good guy. Very good guy. Created the look and feel for the blood and roses, which pretty much launched my whole universe with those two characters. So, um, Brad really was there in the early, I got to ink a lot of his stuff. Um, he's done work for, from Todd McFarlane to, to Eclipse to a bunch of different publishers. So I've had a lot of, a lot of good times in the past. More recently, um, I hired an artist. The number one mistake was no contract. Number two mistake is I fronted money. Oh, a lot mm -hmm. of money. 
And I ended up with uh, less than five pieces of artworks before he just disappeared and quit taking calls and everything. Mm. And that book turned out to be my first novel and turned out to be a bestseller on Amazon as a novel. So right. well, in return, we were able to take the characters, the property. I was able to take the story, flesh it out and do something totally different with it. Um, we still have some artwork that we can use down the road for bookmarks if we decide to do that. Um, I noticed in books, you really don't set the, the look and the feel of a character very often because you want the reader to do that in their own minds. Right. Uh, most recently, <coughs> we did the Paradox Wars Kickstarter, and that was mm -hmm. Mitch Bird. I love Mitch. Mitch is another friend of mine. That issue had been drawn for a while. And we had just spent so much time creating another business that I didn't have an opportunity to publish it. So when I did have the opportunity, we put it out and it was success successful on Kickstarter. We wanted to do a second issue. We hired an artist to do a second issue. He did a few pages and a couple character designs. And then something bad happened mm -hmm. to him and his family. And I think that's been like a year and a half ago. Right. And there's only been a couple communications with them since. And yes, again, because something bad happened to him, I fronted him with some money to get him over it. And we have yet to really receive any. We have no printable resort work. I have low res copies of like a page and two character designs and that's it. Uh, so a couple of rough ones. So with that, I just sort of myself personally, I stepped back was like, you know, I'm not going nowhere. So either I step up and hire somebody who's going to complete it, which would be like what I call a B grade artist, somebody who's already getting professional work. So then why would they want to work for me? Um, yeah. Go in another direction. And that's video games. The reason video games for me is because I own a retail video game store. I'm surrounded by it every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm starting to learn the creation process, uh, the marketing, the indie video game market is just like the indie comic market, but a whole lot bigger. It is huge. So mm -hmm. that's where we're going to move Skystorm Universe to is to that market. Right. And yeah. Give it a shot. But I've worked a lot of artists over the years. And most of the time, most of the time, it's been an excellent process right but, but you got to go in it knowing what to expect you got to go in it being very clear and i would say right now you got to go in it with a contract you can get any kind of basic contract online to get signed mm -hmm. up but you need to get right. a contract signed yeah um the contracts that i offer are a page long mm -hmm. i mean i don't really believe there's a whole lot i need to say aside from you're making this for me based right. on characters that I've created. So they're mine. Here's what I'll pay you. Mm -hmm. uh, here's what I would like you to do. And here's when I will pay you. Right. Um, I think that's what an artist wants to know. <laughs> I agree. Well, one, you know, very clear ownership, contract, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be very clear on ownership. You don't want them coming back and says, well, I created that character. So, yeah. You did it working on my stuff. So right. the ownership reverts to me. Right. Um, you need to break down. Is there is there stage out payout? You know, mm -hmm. do they get something for layouts? Do they get something for once they start turning stuff in? Right. So all that needs to be breaking down very clear on both ends. Exactly. Because they yeah. need to know when to expect the money and 
you need to know when you need to have the money to pay them. Right. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've always heard on the artist side, I've always heard the contracts are designed to stick it to the artist. But having been on the other side, um, I I kind of can see <laughs> this is hard. This is hard. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> They're not designed this. to stick it to either side. They're, They're designed to if you, if you have a good one, mm-hmm. it's the, the publisher. Um, and the artist is like, oh yeah, that, that's cool. One thing yep. I don't do is I don't offer anything up front. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't and do that. I, personally, do I anymore. In in my personal, if I were to, you know, I haven't really been searching for any inking work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be honest, now that I'm talking about it, I don't know why I haven't, but <laughs> I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do not like getting anything up front and I don't like getting prepaid for, I just, I just don't personally like it right? because it's a motivator to know that if I get this finished, mm-hmm. I will be paid. Right. There's something in the back of my mind that says, if I get this money up front, you know, I, I don't know. There's, it's just something about that for well, me. I, I don't, I, I think don't know. The difference is a deadline is sort of like, yeah, it's a date on the calendar. Right. The fact of getting cash on that deadline mm-hmm. adds incentive. If oh, you get the yeah. cash in advance, now it's just a date on the calendar again. Right. It takes the yeah. whole incentive away. Um, right. and, and it, yeah, I, I've literally, I've been burnt t- several times and then yeah. I'm like, no more, no more. Right. We're not doing that anymore. And, and another thing is when you work with friends, a lot of us have friends who are artists and stuff. Right. Even your friends, it is best to go ahead and try to get something in writing. You know, yeah, it, a price that they agree to and a time frame. Um, it I mean, sounds terrible, but I agree with you. It does. It sounds really bad yeah. because some of these guys I have known 25, 30 years. And I was reached out for like a cover for the next Kickstarter. And this is a year and a half in. I still haven't gotten anything. Not that I'm going right. to do the Kickstarter, but yeah. uh, I could use the image for something else, you know? Right. Um, especially yeah. now we're moving the game. So it's sort of like, and I agreed. The thing is, when you ask a friend to do something for you, tell them, give me a price that you want for it. Don't give me a friend's price. Don't give me that, ah, it's, it's Bob. I'll do it for this. No. Give me the yeah. price that you will get it done for. Mm-hmm. And if I can afford that, then that's fine. You know, if I can't, I'll be off, you know, honest with you and tell you I can't. Right. But right. Yeah. It's sort of a, mm, yeah. Sort of, sort of like, eh. you know, it, yeah. it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard to work with friends. But I mean, if you're out there doing shows, you made friends, you know, we all get around together at the bars and the hotels and go, oh, we should just do this, do that, and whatever. Yeah. And then, most of the time it doesn't go anywhere, but when it does, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot know. of talk. Yeah, <laughs> but when it does, you need to get something in writing of who owns what, who gets what, and if you really want right. to get something going. Um, to be honest, ninety nine percent of the time, and I used to travel and do a lot of shows. Uh, nothing would come of it, you know. Right. Um, but the few times that it did was us pushing it, pushing it forward, keeping things moving. You know in the this studio. This reminds me of, of something I that I'm kind of in the middle, not in the middle of, but mm-hmm. um, I created a, a, a character, which basically 
his this character's creation creates the entire story and world. It's what's one of those kind of things. It's kind of right. like um, Ben Ten has the Omnitrix. That is the entire plot, right? You know, right. of Ben Ten. I mean, yeah, right. that's all you need. So mm -hmm. I thought, hey, I'll bring a friend in just because we've always talked about doing this. We batted ideas around. We got stuff written down. I liked where kind of it went, and I kind of didn't like what it was going. And right. then it just kind of all tapered away. Now I would like to return to that character potentially. Right. And now I have to sit there and slice apart what we've created and maybe get a hold of him and say, hey, look, I'm going to do this, but I don't want your help. So, you know, my wife says, well, create something new. That's, that's not the point. I've already no, got it. I it's like right this. It was mine to begin with. <laughs> right. You know? Right, right. But these are just the kind of things you need to think think about. Now, mm -hmm. friends are not the same as hiring somebody. No, no. We're supposed to be talking. Right. And, but, and the thing is, you run into that, though. Yes, you do. Um, yeah. I was always, I guess, lucky is that by owning Blue Line, mm -hmm. we always had offices. So I always had a studio around me up until 15 years ago, I guess. Right. And I mean, we would do other things, open up comic shops and do other things, but we always had a, a home base, a studio. So I always had people in the studios, you know, uh, Dave Mack from Kabuki and all that and everything right. he's done. He started off working at nights in my studio. I'm <laughs> using it because he's here locally, you know. Um, there's several guys who went on and worked at Caliber and stuff who worked at our studio. And so it was always a feel of you're hired for doing this, you know. Mm -hmm. Do this, you're, you're part of, you're getting a paycheck, you're hired, and then da, da, da. So I always had that, that feeling of you're hired, you know, I'm going to hire somebody to do this because I don't want to own it at the end of it. And, you know, right. now it's going on over 30 plus years of doing this. I'm glad I did. Um, mm -hmm. I hear stories of the good old boys getting around the hotels and the bars and creating this big universe and putting out something. And now, now none of them talk to each other. <laughs> Right. And they got the rights to do something with a character that's still being published even nowadays. And they sort of traded off the rights to do that because that guy wanted something from them. And I don't think they'll be able to get together to do it. I mean, I hope they can. Yeah. I hope they can put their differences apart and or whatever it is that, that's causing it. But yeah, it's just it's a it's right. a thing that I never wanted to, to have to do because well, the thing is, though, is that in this example I gave, my friend, we're still friends. I mean, right. we, we, we text, we talk all you the time. You won't be after you tell him you're kicking him out of the story, though. Well, we haven't even worked <laughs> on it. I mean, he doesn't, I mean, I don't, so I actually just kind of sit back and go, uh, maybe yeah. maybe I will have to think of something else. Yeah, you know, just, so just, remember how we always say, hey, you, you need to, you know, I keep saying I want to write a book. Yes. I got, well, I got too many ideas. Mm -hmm. well, some of the problem I'm running into is this kind of stuff. Right. Where I've taken my core idea and wove it in with some friends who are going to help me write it. And it's never worked out. Just kick so your a, stuff out. <laughs> just to un, unweave it. You know, it's like. I know. It's not easy. It isn't easy. No, no. You're, so you're... That, something to keep in mind. I mean, I know we talk about, you know, getting help when you need help. Yes. It's a sign that, you know, you you want to. um You know, you, you, you've got the your, your idea and your your story and your your vision is important yes. to you. And, it, and if it's important enough, you can put ego aside a little bit, but right. be careful. Um, yes. You could be, you could be running into this, you know, in 
not not five years, a year. You know, yes, no, no, no. They, you're they right. could be like, you know, I don't really want anything to do with that anymore. You can have it. Ooh. Get it in paper. Well, then you better paper. get that in writing. Well, that's such a yes. friendly thing to to do. Well, now you're. <laughs> no, now they're they're thinking twice about it because they're going. Why does he yeah. want that written in paper? Right. Because exactly. I yeah. might do something with this down the road, you know. Right. And, you know, I'm not uh, saying it's going to be a, a, a multi-million dollar movie franchise, but whatever it is, it's mine. Right. Right. You know. Right. No, I agree. And that's 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 the sad part of all that, you know. Yeah. But OK, I think so far we've covered the cons. <laughs> oh, the cons. Mostly. We, yeah. we have we have covered all the bad things. Not all, but. A lot right, of the yeah. bad things, the cons. Right. The pros of hiring artists is that it helps you keep things moving forward. Yes. They're working absolutely. on the art. If you're the writer, you can keep writing. They're yep. turning in artwork. Things are moving forward. If you are the inker, you got stuff coming in, you're inking it. Things are moving right. forward. Mm -hmm. If you're the artist and you hire an inker, there again, things are moving forward. It helps keep the whole project moving forward. Big pro. Right. That absolutely. was always a big plus for me is things are moving forward. People's turning in things. And, you know, they're all looking, mm -hmm. you know, good. Um, another pro is you've, you've got to make sure you find an artist who fits your story. Oh, yeah. The yeah. look and feel of your story. Mm -hmm. you know, are they exactly. giving you um, just like your freaks and gods? He's got the style that fits that story. Right. You well, know, between the two of you. Yeah. Okay. Let you. me put it yeah. that way. Yeah. yeah. When I'm done you with play it, it with looks it. all, yeah, I do some Photoshop. Actually, I fix it all in Clip Studio, but right. yeah. But then we, I, I we need to heavy. show that. Yeah, we need to show that sometime. We need yeah, to show we some of, some of his pencil stuff, and then what you what you do to it to get the overall look that you're looking for for that right. book. We should show right. that. Um, because Chris is a hell of an artist, by the way. He is. He's not going to oh. say it, but he is. No, he I is. never will. And when <laughs> he has a vision, he he can achieve it. So, um. Yeah, so that's a pro is getting the look of your book, whether right. it's what you want or not. You get in the overall look. And if you're the anchor, you can almost take a layout artist and get the look of your book if you can if you're a finisher, not just an right. anchor. Right. Well, I'm in, in this case, I've actually asked him to pencil slightly above um um like layouts and slightly mm -hmm. under um finished pencils. Right. And then he charged me appropriately, which I think right. is fantastic. Because oh, yeah. then I am I'm an enough of an artist that I can fix and move things around. And you know, right. um, there's that way. Another Steve, you were talking about the pros, like things are getting done. And this mm -hmm. is really important because um this is something I learned and I've mentioned it before. I just mentioned it about five minutes ago. Um, you know, I see people in the past at conventions who are like stuck in their own mindset that this all has to be mine, yes, you know, and yes. then they labor and they labor and three and a half years later, they're still showing up at shows and they've got now two new pages, two new pages. I'm exaggerating, but they just, no, 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 you're not. They, I've seen they, it. They, yeah. They yeah, never really. It. Right. So they it's like, if you're, forward. if you're a penciler, anchor artist, if you're the whole mm -hmm. package and you want to make sure your book gets, you know, maybe seriously consider hiring an anchor. Because yeah. imagine yeah. you could have your book written and as you're penciling pages, you know, uh, five through 10, he's, he or she is inking pages one through five, man, it just gets done. And that just gets motivation and everyone's yes. just all just it's clicking and you're like, wow, this mm -hmm. is so exciting. Um, mm -hmm. That is something I really think, you know, artists who are doing their own comics really should look into. 
I do too. Of course, there's money. I mean, the reason why I've never hired right. a colorist or the reason why I've never hired a letterer, and I've gotten yeah. a couple of comments saying I should hire a letterer. Oddly enough, I've gotten those comments from letterers. Oh, <laughs> which, well, okay. <laughs> you know, All right. it's because of money. I just had enough budget right. for a penciler. Right, right. And that's all I, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is something that, it, as you can see, I get really excited about all that, getting the comic book done. and Yes. And that is that 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 is such a huge motivator, you know. It, it is, it is. And, you know, I've hired an anchor before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and yeah, I think you've worked on some stuff. I may have been, yeah, yeah. Once or twice. And it is, it is because... Man, we really got to sit down and talk about all the steps it takes to self-publish. Because there's so many other things that you have to do. If you're just a writer, just yeah. a writer, ooh, <laughs> you know, not that we don't think of all the characters and the worlds and everything that goes along with it. Right. But you're just the writer um, and you're going to self-publish. Then there's the marketing and the production mm-hmm. and the printers and looking at all the digital release plays. I mean, there's so much to be thinking about and working on. It's just like, oh, it's a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Especially, the thing is, you've got to produce sort of on a regular basis. Not every month, maybe right. not even two months, but at least quarterly to stay out in front of people. Mm-hmm. you got to keep something coming out. Um, so, of course, reaching out and hiring an artist or an, an artist and thinker that helps keep things moving forward. It almost becomes a necessity if, if you can afford right. it, that's it really right. comes down to what can you afford to get it done? Right. Yeah. So. Um, unfortunately, um, I have failed at the releasing things uh, right now. Right. I, I, I just found out from uh, Invader Comics that um, number six will be in next month's previews. Yeah. And then at the end of next month, we'll be doing another Kickstarter for number six. And I'm excited about that one because that one is underwater space spiders, oh. giant asteroids. All right, you guys you send me commander, some pages. Commander battles in it. I got. All right. I, I oh my god, I'm excited about that one. Um, I tried some coloring techniques, which when I, you know, like like when you like when you're trying something new and you click and you click and you do that final click and you look up. I was yeah. like, oh my oh. god, that worked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I once had a colorist comment. I did something in Clay's way about snow, and, yeah. and she commented, "I love that snow." I'm like, "I don't remember how I did it." It was like, <laughs> "Click, click, click." Oh, that looks cool. Move on. You know, <laughs> exactly. and that's I hate. It's like, oh, how did I pull I that? Off? It's like a yeah. recipe when you cook something that's delicious, you have no clue what you threw into. You it, know, you know? stupid so. sidebar. I used to um, we we do pots of coffee, but in the past because you know money. Uh, I used to do Keurig K-cups all the time and I would never like finish the cup. And then I would add a different K-cup and I'd add like my, and after like three cups, like this is the best tasting coffee I've ever had. I can never repeat it because it was random mixtures. (laughs) (laughs) Three different flavors mixed. Yeah. That had nothing to do with comics. Well, actually actually has something to do do with it. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps you motivated. But also it's like randomly doing stuff like that and you get an awesome you know, awesome right. technique or effect right. from it. But yeah, well, I know what we could talk about. One thing quickly. Uh, yes. Where do you find artists to hire? <laughs> now me, what I have done is there was, I don't know if it's still active. So I, I think I was, I checked it about 
Chris, can you find me an artist? <laughs> okay, and then this is then this is what I would do. <laughs> okay. I used to go to a website called digitalwebbing.com. Okay. I remember and digital I, webbing. I think they're still up there. They have a okay. like a uh a, a want ad and uh what's that called? Classifieds. Classifieds. Mm-hmm. Right. They yep. would have, you know, art they would have one section for hiring and then one section for artists looking for work. Right, right. Um, that was where I found the, my, the first two people I, I worked for. Um, okay. I, just, I put a posting up there and uh, Federico responded and I liked his work. And then um, I put um, uh, another one up there and then that's how I found Giuseppe. So right. that worked out. Right. Um, you know what? I think about it. The only one, I, now that I think about it, the only one I didn't hire from Digital Webbing yes. was, was, the, was my most, most recent, which would be Sean. Oh, and really? I have a subscription to what used to be the Creeps, but now it's called Shutter. It's okay. an old, a throwback to the seventies Creeps right. magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean had uh, he was a he's a regular artist in that magazine. It's a horror magazine. Mm-hmm. So I just Googled his name, found him, mm-hmm. and and emailed him, and we worked out a. Uh, a deal i mean it was cool cool yeah so um i guess you if you're gonna find somebody i know this is gonna sound terrible but if you find someone who's never worked before and you don't hire them then you're not giving that person a shot but on the other hand if they've done some work they've proven they can meet deadlines and then it's like it's a definitely a catch-22 it is you know um man i have given so many people one-time shots over the years, it, I'm always up to giving them a shot, but that's where it comes down to. Here's the deadline. Right. And if they miss a deadline just by a little bit, then everybody has life. Things happen. If they keep missing it over and over and over, there's an issue, mm-hmm. you know? So, and, and you got to consider what you offer them too. Are you looking right. at this huge elaborate piece that realistically they cannot get finished? Then no. That's not real. Something mm-hmm. simple they can turn around that can be used in your book or whatever is promotional and just sort of try them out and then give them a little right. bit more. See how mm-hmm. they do. Give, try to work them up because everybody should have a chance. Everybody should have a shot at getting in it if this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like just gradually build build them up to being success. The bigger thing is get them, make them successful, help them become successful. Right, and what they're doing, you know, well, and if you're come part of that, jerk about that. <laughs> well, you know that Chris guy. I don't hire people who haven't worked <laughs> no, before. Well, right. I mean, I understand. Like, if you're looking on the on the outside and you never hired anybody before, that might be something you would be concerned with. Oh no, no, I totally agree. I've been, but that on way the other, too, I, Chris, I do, know? I do understand because I was. No, I never worked before until someone gave me a shot. Right, uh, right, and you know, I guess in the industry. Uh, the way it changes so much. I haven't had a professional gig from anyone since Joe books ended. They used to publish uh, Disney stuff uh, back like three years ago. I guess you could technically say I'm new and I haven't worked before. (laughs) I I don't agree with that. No, you have a (laughs) history. Right. Uh, But yeah, um, I'm just, you know, your portfolio is pretty large about who you've done work with and who you work with. You always work to complete that work. No, I disagree with that. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking. But I do say, being brand new yourself, I agree with you. It would be if you can get an artist who's a little bit seasoned with a portfolio, who's turned out some stuff, 
mm-hmm. it makes your life easier because you're going to make mistakes. If even if you're just a writer and you're right. trying to handle everything, it, you're going to stumble and have family issues and stuff like that. So if you can bring in an artist and you can afford bringing an artist who can do a few of the things, then that helps you. You know, right. you're better. You, you might want if you can't afford it, spend a little bit more and bring them in. And just see see how that goes, you know. You know so. what? I think I'm going to give a little advice to an artist who wants to be hired. Because we're talking about people who want to hire artists. Oh yeah, that was but a I pro. Think, I, I do, but I but you know there there are artists who are watching this. They want to make comics. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> right now I'm just going to say that your portfolio should not just be cover images. As a matter of fact, if your portfolio has no cover images in it and it's all sequential art, mm-hmm. I think you might be, if if I was looking for somebody, that portfolio would be, a, I would I would look at that one first. Yes. I'm more because, impressed with a portfolio that comes with me with nothing but paid samples. Right. Right. It's like, and whoa. you honestly don't need 35 or 15 or 10. You could just five because. I would say five to 10. Is a Five nice to ratio. 10. And it's shown right. different different things from right. yeah. perspective stuff to mm-hmm. conversational you know, layouts right. to just show different yeah. things. Show that you can really draw dinosaur. No. <laughs> like, yeah, um, people um, at a restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, superhero fight, uh, monsters, um, mm-hmm. people putting groceries away. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm yeah. just saying, just any... Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing is, the reason why, you know, they say, yeah, but more, you got to assume all my work. Well, you do that, <coughs> you do that later. Right. But the, what I learned, what someone told me once back in the day was, you know, you you show me you know, 15 pages in every page. You're making the same mistake. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, oh, so, yeah. like, so first of all, you don't need to show us this many pages. That's right. why if you make a mistake, <coughs> you're going to keep making that mistake. Right. That's why you'd only need five to 10 pages. Yes. Yes, I agree. But just, yeah. And be cool about it too. If so, if you send, if you send your portfolio, wait. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I mean, <laughs> nowadays you, you can have your full portfolio online. So if you want to give them more, you can always give them more, you know, once they request right. it, you know, once they ask for it, there's an easy way to get it there. Yeah. I, mean, I guess DeviantArt Deviant art still a thing. Yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to get you. Could, you can make up. a, what I've done was I've, I made a folder. You can make specific portfolios. True. This is my, you know, this is my sequential mm-hmm. art. This is, you know, mm-hmm. and then just send a link to that. Mm-hmm. That um, sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, but remember, you're not going to become rich. <laughs> I'm not going to say you're not going to become rich, but it all comes around to building a fan base. Whether you're, you're an artist, you're going to hear me yeah. say this every podcast. Yes. Every podcast. Yep. I'm Here we say go. This. Build a build a fan it's, base. <laughs> build your brand. That's yep. yourself. And build your fan base. With that, yeah. you can make a decent living. 
Yes. Know? Yes, you, you, can. you can. Yeah. You can make and, a decent living uh, mm-hmm. and, and work in something you love. Right. So now just remember though, in the in the you know, in the meantime, you, you may have to have a real job. <laughs> yeah. The reason yeah. why I bring this up is because I was yeah. at a convention um probably about 10 years ago, and a popular editor who I will uh, for a popular company, I won't say either, had this big meeting in um, this like room, like mm-hmm. a you know, like a and it was a portfolio review. Uh, and um, for some reason, I still think I have to st- stand in line when I could just go talk to an editor. I, I don't know. Right, right. But I went in there to see what was going on. And um, this person was saying that you have to suffer for your art, live in your parents' basement, your friend's basement, mooch off everybody. It's the only way to build true, to be a true artist. I got up and left. Oh, good. I got up and left. Good. I just got up and just. Because that is, that is not, not right. No, no, <laughs> no, no, that's no. not right. Boy, that that was off on a tangent. Holy that, cow! That is bringing the bar way down. Oh, you know? yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, whether you're the artist or the writer, whatever, work on that fan base, build that fan base, and, and you know that that's going to go a long way for you, a very mm-hmm. long way for you. Right. So, yeah, you know, but getting rich off of it, it's slim. I'll be honest. Yeah. Right. Um, I've got a good friend who had a great property, went out, had some wonderful things to do for it. Unfortunately, another company got involved in it. And guess who's making the money? The other company. Not him. And it was all his yeah. ideas, it was all his concepts. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the other company's benefiting from it. So, not cool. You know, you got to be careful out there, too. So, yep. pros and cons of an artist. Hiring an artist. Hiring an artist. You got pros and cons of hiring an artist. And we're going to throw inkers and pencilers in here together. Yep. Pro is keeping things moving forward. Mm -hmm. Getting a look you're happy with. Don't hire an artist if you're not going to be happy with the way they draw your characters in your world. Make sure it fits within that. Um, Cons, not getting it done because the artist has no track record. Uh, Mm -hmm. He gets lost. Um and never have payments pre-scheduled out so everybody knows exactly what's going on mm-hmm. don't offer advances or stuff like that because i would tell you you will get burnt several yeah. times i've seen co- so. i've seen discussions on facebook groups um artists saying oh i i don't work unless i get 10 percent down mm-hmm. well i I'm, I'm i'm sorry i just i just um i don't see it that way <laughs> I guess there's a good chance they don't work. Period. Who knows? Um, I don't mind paying something for layouts. You know, if it's yeah. all staggered out, I don't mind right. that at all. But you know, because they put the work in, they're going to do layouts. So that's fine. But make sure it's broken down to how many, how much per page, how many layouts mm-hmm. are turned out at a time, and schedules are kept. Because right. the whole pro of this is keeping things moving forward. Right, doing things you either a can't do. Or don't want to spend right. the time because you got other things you need to do. Right. And if they're not doing it, then that's yeah. terrible that this it whole doesn't... conversation comes down mm-hmm. to <laughs> what can we say? <laughs> that's that's it. Boy, I, I just I just got a bad I got a bad feeling there were more cons in this than pros. I, I just uh, I think there was, but it bothers me. It's but... good to realize it. 
Hey, I've yeah. had wonderful things happen in working with artists, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, there's a lot of pros, there's a lot of cons. Um, but the, but going in as a as a person who wants to create a comic, whether it's publishing it or taking it to a publisher's, just have everything set up in advance. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing to be in a situation where things doesn't work out. But then at the end of that, make sure everybody knows. Yeah, this didn't work out. My cash flow didn't come through or blah, blah, blah. Make sure everybody knows who owns what at the end of the day. Right. Oh, it ain't yeah. like that. They can run off with your book and take it to somebody else. No, mm -hmm. wait a minute. I created that, you know. Right. So, but I think we did a decent job covering pros and cons of hiring an artist. You know, um, I'll um, take your word for that, Bob. I'm, I still right. think that we leaned a little too heavy on the on the cons. Well, I'm sure we'll many, many times down the road, we'll bring this back up and there'll be more yeah. pros. There'll be more pros. Yeah. So, all right. So if you maybe have because uh -oh. maybe, I'm sorry, maybe because right. the pros are so like there's like one or two or three, but they're so fantastic. That, well, that, yeah, that could be it. Like get, getting that pencil or getting those pages. Like, oh, my God, that's the best. Oh, it is. It Always three, four, five cons that, that you know. Oh, when you get those pages and you go, oh, my gosh, this looks so much better than I wrote or I imagined. Mm -hmm. You go, right. wow. Or you're looking at a couple pages and the flow's all there. And you just you just want to start lettering because you know the story. Right. Now, yeah. It may not be the exact story that you typed, but it's like. Oh, this is great. And just start lettering and doing all this stuff because it's just it's just amazing. That's a huge pro. It kept moving forward because you brought right. somebody in to help you. So you know. Yeah. All right. But now I'm happy. Now all I'm right. feeling good. All right. Now I'm feeling good. We got Chris some pros here. That's this is great. Matters. All right. So <laughs> you want to drop us a note or ask us questions or um give us some pros. There you go. Up yeah. above will be sketch magazine at nostalgicnetwork.com drop an email um we're here because of nostalgic network uh was able to bring us on put on this podcast again for sketch magazine and um i would re be reluctant to say not say that sketch 47 is currently in the works mm -hmm. it will be hitting kickstarters mid-april um originally i thought it would be early april but it will be mid-april um, it features Bo Smith with uh, Wyona Earp. He's got a lot of stories to tell us from taking comic books to TV shows. And it's going to be great. I just I spent some time yesterday talking to Bo and it's going to be fun. So that will be out. Uh, the Kickstarter will happen in April. The issue should be out in July is when it's scheduled to go to print and start shipping. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited to get Sketch back out and get it going. So um, if you got if you like to watch these podcasts, please subscribe yep. um, to our channel at Nostalgic Network and hit the bell if you want to be notified. And hey, that's it. Yeah. Pros and I, cons. I got I got nothing. I don't think I have much left to say about all that. I'm so choked up. It's over. <laughs> oh, no. So. <laughs> All right. Just a bunch of old guys coughing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll end it on that note. All right. Coughing our lives away. All right, Bob. All right. It's great talking All to right, you. Buddy. Take care, right. buddy. Yep. Bye. Yeah, bye. Uh.
Oh, there's old farts. They love us. Just coughing away. These young 